On the phone with me right now is a veteran comedian, Jen Grant, Canadian veteran, amazing comic, one of the best comics in Canada, and uh, recently has been in the news because of, uh, well, a pretty bad event, a pretty bad corporate. And I got to tell you, Jen, even before we give folks the background, uh, you absolutely did the right thing. You have the support of so many comics, the majority of comics. So before I go on, please tell people what happened. Okay, well, um, I had a corporate event, which, as you know, Judy, you can't uh, swear at. You can't. You have to be clean. Um, and really, even if you think for a second it might be offensive, it's better to just not say it at all. And so I went in with that frame of mind. I got on stage, and within the first three minutes, a man in the front, one of the front tables, said, uh, "Adam Blue, uh, there's 51 percent chance that my friend here will have sex with you, and I'll take the other 49 percent." And of course, I was surprised. I was very taken aback because I'm supposed to be clean. I can't even repeat what he said, and because I'm not supposed to even talk about sex, so. Right. Uh, yeah, it threw me for a bit of a loop, but, you know, like you said, I've been doing stand-up a long time. I've seen a lot of things, so I just tried to diffuse it, sort of like, you know, laugh it off, make a little cute comment, and then keep pushing on. But he just kept um, saying these comments in between my jokes. Uh, and the the other two that I remember, because I was pretty shocked, uh, the next one was, I bet you do, mm. like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it has not had nothing to do with my material because he wasn't even listening to me. Basically, the overall impression I got was that I was just this object. It wasn't. I didn't have anything to say. That's the way it felt to me. And so um, the third thing he said that really got to me was, "Oh, the things I would do to you." And I just turned to the side. I tried to compose myself, but I just started to cry I I I he because I, I feel like if he was in a comedy club of course I would have let him have it but I couldn't do that now that let, me, let me let me ask you something Jen was he saying this uh, these comments like was he just doing it under his breath or could the people around him hear what he was saying and uh were they reacting to what he was saying well, I was about 10 feet away from him, and he was sitting at a round table. So I think that table, the one right behind him, and then even the one beside him, which was further away from him than I was, uh, heard. Because eventually a guy said, you crossed the line at mm-hmm. that third comment. And um, I think everybody was just stunned. I think people were surprised. It was one of those uh, award um, shows where a bunch of different companies were in the room and you know how awkward that can be because it's not like one group from one office it's more like that people don't really know each other that well they just have a dinner together and get awards given to them and so I think people were just like what is happening they couldn't believe it and so when I got upset and he said you crossed the line that's when people realized oh my because like, I didn't know what to do. I, if I was in the cl- comedy club, like I said, I would have let it have it. I think I would have felt empowered. Of course. But I felt like, yeah, I felt like I wasn't armed with the same sort of... Um, the same artillery. Because, yeah, yeah, you're handcuffed by mm-hmm. the fact that it's a corporate event. You're told to be clean by the booking agent. You're told by... Usually when you go to these gigs, you're told months in advance, hey, keep it clean. But then you have no idea that... So now how do you retaliate when some psycho... 
you know, we should say to folks too that this is rare. Usually corporate gigs are, the audiences the majority of the time are decent people. But this was, uh, this was an anomaly. I haven't heard comments like that come out of a corporate gig, uh, especially to a female comic in uh, in a long time. So your reaction was completely, completely justified. Um, and it's just unfortunate that somebody at one of the surrounding tables, if not a supervisor or somebody, uh, came up to that person and said, cut it out, because at least in a comedy club, you have a bouncer, you have managers. And I'm sorry, for corporate gigs, heads up, in this, in this day and age of social media, it's a corporate event. Everybody has to be responsible when it's a corporate event. So it's not enough to say, oh, well, we didn't hear it, right? Yeah. You know, I'm really torn about that issue because the woman who was my contact there was really great and she was extremely appalled and extremely apologetic to me afterwards. I know that she would never, ever in a million years, I know they're freaking out. Like, they're they're really, really upset about what happened. I know that. But I just, what what I find confusing too is that there's no way I'm the first person he's talked to like that. Like, I'm sure it's not like all of a sudden he had this, like, change in personality like he might how is he working for that company if he thinks it's okay to behave that way that's what i don't get well so. and you know and it, we liken it to or people have likened it to the shauna hunt incident the city news reporter who was being heckled outside of a soccer game here in toronto mm -hmm. and the attitude is if you have these people who are doing these things on quote unquote quote unquote they're off time but they're being identified. I mean, uh, because really the story gained traction when you when you wrote a, a great article and you just said, I was sexually harassed at work. And in comedy, there is no HR department. And I think yeah. it's brilliant of this company to get ahead of it and say, okay, you know what? We're suspending this guy until we get this sorted out. You hit the nail on the head. Uh, it, it's hard to believe that this is the first time he's talking to a woman this way and it's happening at a workplace event. It just happened where maybe he let his guard down because he thought it was a comedy show. He could he could show his cloven hooves. <laughs> but guess what? You're still in the workplace. Yeah, I, I just uh, I, I think because I, I just try to push through and don't, don't let it bother you. Don't let it bother you. We do we do say that a lot. I think as comics, like just get through it. It's it's okay. Not personal. Don't you know? Blah blah blah. But you push and you push and you push, and then you're you know ultimately at the end of the day, you're a human being. And when you're treated in an abusive way that way, you'll just crack. And you know, the last thing in the world I want to do is cry on stage. I'm a female in a male-dominated industry, and I don't want to look weak in people's eyes and think, oh, she can't handle it. But this was beyond a heckle. It was harassment. I want to be respected as an individual who's doing stand-up comedy, not as some object this guy can just yell these threatening words to. Well, all I want to tell you, Jen, it was a horrific experience. And, you know, by you being brave and speaking out about it, and like I said, the, the, the uh, comedic community getting behind you, uh, male and female comics totally getting behind you on this, comedy entertainment, uh, comedy and entertainment, 
are sometimes the, the door crashers that shed some light on things that are going on in the workplace, that are going on behind closed doors. Comics, we've always had that ability to talk about things like, you know, things that are uncomfortable, domestic abuse, uh, sexual abuse, whatever. Anything that comics bring to the table, it's shedding some light on topics that have been taboo. And it's been too long that, uh, you know, I mean, I, I think social media is doing what bosses and supervisors haven't done in a long time and that is hide a lot of these bullies this guy was a bully and it was a work event and like you said you know you you say well this guy is doing something in a uh in a in an entertainment venue but what's not to say that that's happening behind closed doors when he's at work with his coworkers? So, you know, it's as painful. All I wanted to say is, as painful as it is for you to go through this, you are uh, you're you're perhaps setting a precedent. You are uh, you're a pioneer, and you know maybe fate chose you because you're such a respected comic that you know people believe your story. Um, and it's sad that there are people out there who aren't going to get their stories believed. So just, you know, you are, you're standing up for those workers who don't have that light shed on them. And I just want you to know that. And, and, you know, you've got our support 150%. Thanks, Judy. That's so nice.